purpose is more than just a spiritual need. There's more and more data that points to the fact that purpose is an evolutionary adaptive response that's helped people survive individually, but also as a species. Simply put, we are here to accomplish big things, but to accomplish it together. Yet so many of the conversations in the self-help world about purpose, including some of the ones I've had on this podcast, have been really focused on you, the individual. It's about helping you discover your gifts and talents. It's about helping you reignite that spark within you so that you express the thing that you're meant to express in the world and only the way that you could express it. And that is important, but it's only half the story. After all, what good is having a purpose if you don't feel safe enough within a community to express it in service to others? And what good is having a purpose if you don't have like-minded people walking beside you journeying to the same destination? There was a recent paper written out of UC Berkeley's Greater Good Center that suggests our purpose grows through our connection to others. Coming up this week, I'm going to share my best strategies to get you out of isolation so that you can thrive in your purpose through community with others. Welcome to episode 122 of Life Amplified. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. What's so scary about living our purpose anyway? After all, purpose is simply a set of emotional states that we cultivate within ourselves and then express to the world through our service. And when I work with my clients one-on-one or in group coaching programs, people get lit up when they really own their desires. When they figure out the reason that they were born, there's tremendous passion. There's energy that comes from that conversation. The threat isn't in discovering your purpose. It's in the expression, particularly if you grew up in an environment where it wasn't safe to express, where you were told that children should be seen, not heard, where you were raised to believe that you had to suppress part of yourself as not to make your parents angry. If you grew up in an environment where you had to collapse on yourself in order to get the love of your parents, your peer group, or maybe a church or religious system. And for so many people who have that attachment and developmental trauma, the subconscious screams loud and clear, it is not safe for me to be who I am in the world. I'll be rejected, I'll be loved, and then therefore I will die. Yet at the same time, you can't live your purpose without being in connection to others. There's a group of people who are behind you that you're meant to lift up and serve and help them solve problems. And really, if you want to thrive, you have got to find that like-minded peer group who can journey alongside of you, that you're all traveling in the same destination together. In my life, I can guarantee you, I would not be here today thriving in a successful business and hosting this podcast If I did not build community with supportive mentors who were further ahead than me, but also having the tribe of people who were all working toward the same goal I was, you know, those people that could lift me up and encourage me even on the days when I didn't believe that any of this was possible for my life. So UC Berkeley put out a great paper recently where they gave some strategies to get out of isolation and actually expand your purpose. I can't wait to share this with you coming up in just a moment, but 
Speaking of community and mentorship, I gave you the save the date on the last episode, and I'm so stoked to share this with you, the official announcement. November 20th through 22nd, I am hosting my first three-day online virtual seminar. It is called Life Amplified Live. If you have ever received value from any of these podcasts, but you've struggled to implement the things that you've learned consistently, I truly believe that this 72 hours could be what changes everything for you beginning right now and into 2021. This is going to be a deep dive immersive event where you gain total clarity on your life's purpose so you can finally make an impact doing work you love while also maintaining that balance for the people and the hobbies that you love. During this three days together, I want to help you move beyond these old self-limiting stories of not being enough and help you build a new identity from the inside out so you have the confidence and inner strength to crush any goal. You know by now I love my neuroscience, so we're going to give you some cutting-edge science-backed brain hacks to help you overcome all those subconscious sabotage patterns like perfectionism, people-pleasing, procrastination, isolation for some of you, so that you can finally move into a life with more energy, focus, and passion. And as we talk about this idea of community today, you are going to have a built-in one from all corners of the globe over these three days, and you'll have me as an expert coach. So this is going to be an epic event. This isn't just like some hour-long webinar. It's going to be three day-long trainings. And my intention is by the end, you are out of the panic and overwhelm of this year and energized, refocused, recommitted to creating your amplified life in the new year. Now, if you'd like to join, we are going to put a link here directly in the show notes for you to reserve your tickets, or you can go to my website, creativesoulcoaching.net. There are two pricing options for you to join. If you'd just like to show up for the three days and work with me and work alongside this amazing community that we're going to build, uh, that ticket will be $197. Although what I will tell you is over the course of our weekend together, you're getting 20 hours of training. So you're getting me as your mentor for less than 10 bucks an hour. There's going to be amazing value. Uh, You're going to get a ton of training and access to our Facebook community that we're going to build. Also, what we're going to do is create a platinum level. If you are truly committed and you want some extra support, we're going to be doing some fast action momentum sessions before the actual event. So you're going to get some bonus training and a small group setting with me. Plus, after the event is over, we're going to do two follow-up breakout sessions in December to keep you aligned and on track and give you that support so that you are just sprinting into 2021 on fire and on track with your goals. So those will be three bonus trainings in addition to the three-day seminar. That ticket is $597, and you can reserve yours right now by going to the link in my bio. But this is something that has just been a dream of mine for a while. I, I thought that we'd be able to get together here in San Diego and do this in person. Obviously, That's on hold for the time being, Uh, but this is going to be an awesome chance for us to connect on Zoom. I'm so excited to serve you. If you've never been to one of my online trainings, my intention is always to give you 10 times the value of your investment. So I know this is going to be a life-changing three days. Get the info, creativesoulcoaching.net, or you can just buy your tickets directly right there at the link on the show notes. We'll put that up for you. So how do you grow your purpose through building more connection in your life? 
going to give you some strategies here that came from the researchers at UC Berkeley. And, and some of these didn't resonate for me at first, but as I really spent some time and reflected on it, it made complete sense. When I think about the last you know six years of my life journeying out of corporate America and into being an entrepreneur and into living my purpose and coaching people, one of their best strategies to help you connect is through reading more. And what they share in this study is that reading connects you to people that you'll never know across space and time. Researchers in the UK in 2010 did a study of nearly 26,000 teenagers and found that those who read the Bible tended to have a stronger sense of purpose in their life. Now, this isn't just like religious text. It works for secular reading as well. There's other research that says that there's a link between reading poetry and fiction and having a deeper sense of purpose among adolescents. Now, here's the quote that was in the study. Reading fiction might allow adolescents to reason about the whole lives of characters, giving them specific insight into an entire lifespan without having to fully live most of their own lives. So as you see purpose in the lives of other people, even if they're fictitious or characters, you're more likely to find it in your own life. And I can tell you, even though most of these studies are about adolescence, this is so true. When I think about one of the pivotal moments of my life, when I was still in corporate and still you know, looking for significance and purpose through another job or another pay raise or getting a bigger title, one of the things that absolutely changed my life I read the book The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. It's actually the same book that celebrities like Madonna and Will Smith uh, say change their lives. But it's about a young shepherd boy who sells his flock of sheep and journeys out into the world to discover what they call in the book his personal legend. He's essentially seeking some treasure out in the world because he, he knows that he is called to experience more. And in 2014, I was on vacation with some friends. I had gone to Tahoe, and I was sitting on a beach, uh, and my friend Brittany was there, and she knew that I had had lots of, like, really vulnerable conversations with her about this idea of being unsatisfied in my career. And I'm sitting there on the beach, and I'm reading this book, and there's a quote that I still have written in a journal today. But in The Alchemist, it says, And when you want something— all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. It's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting. And I was all in my feelings that day, and I just started crying on the beach reading this. And she's like, what's wrong? Like, what, what's going on? And I handed her the page, and I was just like, here, read this paragraph. She was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, that's definitely your life right now. But I very much related to this fictional character, Santiago, who just gave up everything that was safe and familiar and lost everything along the way to go out and, and get the reward of finding himself. And after I read that book and really sort of absorbed this notion that the universe in every moment is giving you signs or pointing you in the right direction, I became so open to just receiving moments of inspiration that I would have ignored before, but signs that were moving me always in the next right direction for where I needed to be. If you haven't read The Alchemist, like that should be your first action step today when this podcast is over. Two action steps for you. Get your tickets for Life Amplified Live so we could work together and then pay the $12 and just download The Alchemist because both those things, both of those investments will change your life for the better in 2021. But even if you think of other you know, people who've been inspired 
you know, by writings over the course of their life. I think of somebody like Lin-Manuel Miranda, who wrote the musical Hamilton, that pretty much changed the the theater art form on Broadway with this hip-hop musical about history. That was all inspired just because he was reading autobiographical information and really connected to the life of Alexander Hamilton. He created this epic musical that so many people love and adore. A lot of the writings from the early civil rights leaders, you know, the MLKs, the Malcolm X's of the world, were very influential for a lot of young people today to step into social justice and to use their voice to fight for racial equality and to overcome racism. So if you want to expand your purpose in life, uh, one of the things that you can do is just go to the bookstore, the library, go hit up Amazon, find books that matter to you, and they might help you see what matters in your own life. The second way that you can expand your purpose through more connection and community, this is something that we have discussed in the past. It's about turning your pain into healing for others. It's about transmuting all the trauma that you've endured in your life. And just remember, trauma is a really big word that gets misunderstood. It's not always about abuse or the big T traumas that we see. Sometimes it's smaller T traumas. You know, a a lot of the pain in my life was rotting in a corporate job and recreating my dad's life without ever having a sense of who I was. That was a journey for me. And as I started to work my way through it, I was like, there are so many other people stuck in a soul-sucking job. That was something I wanted to help others with once I figured it out. Uh, A great podcast for you to listen to on this topic of transmuting your pain. Uh, I talked to my therapist friend, Connie Lawrence, uh, back in 2018. You can find that episode. Uh, But we talked about this uh, pyramid of going from victim to survivor. But the real leap is when you move from survivor to change maker. But essentially, we're talking about identifying the problems that you've overcome or you're in the process of overcoming that you can help others with. It's very much what the 12-step program is about. Once you work your way through the steps, what do you do? You become a sponsor to others and help them create their path to sobriety as well. You can go back and listen to the podcast we did in 2019 with my former client, Nicole Obenshine, who was a woman who went through terrible postpartum depression and really struggled with some dark thoughts And as she made it through to the other side, you know, her life became about empowering mothers to be able to do the same because postpartum is just not something that gets enough talk in the mental health space. So she decided that she wanted to personally be out there to to help mothers. It's a beautiful podcast. You can go back and listen to that as well. But understanding, yes, it can be about the pain that you personally overcome, but it's also realizing seeing another person's pain can lead you to purpose. Even if there's not something in your life that's been that heavy that you've overcome that you want to help other people with, what are the problems you see in the world that you want to get behind? You know, in one of my group coaching programs from a couple years ago, a woman in the group identified suffering immigrant children was something she was really passionate about. So even though she was studying to become a school teacher, she realized she wanted to more directly impact the lives of children and started volunteering for some organizations that were working with immigration. And just to give you perspective on this, you know, she is just a white girl from the suburbs. That pain, that trauma was not something she experienced, but it did move her 
to want to become part of the solution. So, so starting to take an inventory on two really powerful questions, what are the things I've overcome in my life, but what are the problems I see in the world that I'm motivated to participate in the solution for. As one of my mentors used to say, what is the thing that makes you compassionately angry? The third step to expanding your purpose through creating community uh, includes three core emotions here according to UC Berkeley. Awe, gratitude, and altruism. Now, what does this have to do with connection and purpose? Now, awe in and of itself doesn't give you a purpose in life. But it does give you a connection to something bigger than yourself. I think this is why nature is such a powerful healing tool for so many people. You know, to be able to go up on a hike and get to the top of the mountain and just look out at the view can make people feel really small and realize that they're just a small speck, you know, in an interconnected universe. That place for me is not so much about the mountains. It's the ocean which is why I created this life here in San Diego. There's a little spot, a little grassy spot right up from the ocean, right up from the beach, where I often like to lay at night and just meditate. But looking up into the stars and just seeing the sky when there's no clouds and this beautiful, clear view gives me a greater sense of connection to the universe. And and especially when I'm just hearing the sound of these crashing waves and you sense how powerful that ocean is. It just gives me a real deeper sense of connection to something bigger than myself. It's why I think living near a beach for me is such an important part of my own serenity and peace. But for yourself, if you're looking for that higher power connection, where are the places that you can connect to a sense of awe? You know, it might be in nature, it might be animals, but figure that out for you. Now let's move on to gratitude, which we've talked about plenty on the podcast before, but how does gratitude in and of itself contribute to a sense of purpose? I'm going to give you a quote here from Kendall Bronk, who is a psychologist and an expert on purpose. Here's what Dr. Bronk shares. People who are able to count their blessings are much more likely to contribute to the world beyond themselves. Their logic behind this is if we can see how others make the world a better place, we're more motivated to give something back on our own. And once we cultivate the gratitude, it almost goes hand in hand with the sense of generosity, which is that third key emotion. And in neuroscience, we know that gratitude and generosity are neurologically linked. They activate the same reward centers in the brain. It feels good to do something nice for other people. So whether you're writing a thank you note, whether it's a random act of kindness at the Starbucks, you know, buying coffee for the person behind you, it does develop a greater sense of purpose in your life. And also, by the way, when you're in generosity, uh, when you're helping others, whether it be donating your time, donating your money, there is also a sense of community and connection in that as well. The fourth key to expanding your purpose through building community. I love this one. I'm going to read this quote from the UC Berkeley paper. Giving thanks can help you find your purpose, but you can also find purpose in what people thank you for. So this is being able to listen to what other people appreciate about you. And I know this might be tough for somebody listening today. How many times have you deflected compliments? If you go back to the Coaching Corner episode that we did with Brian, who was the struggling creative a few weeks ago, you know, he talked about so much of his work and his comedy writing and his content creation would get compliments from people, but then he would brush it off and deflect it. He had a hard time receiving that. 
And I've done the same in my life. You know, this is something I've really had to work to overcome. One of the greatest things that you can do, we've given this advice on the podcast before, is to keep your own personal book of awesome. I keep an entire photo folder on my iPhone of screenshots of any client testimonials, thank you emails from clients, things that get posted uh, about this podcast on social media. Whenever I'm having a day where I'm feeling disconnected or feeling like out of alignment, it's so important for me to go back and just be able to anchor in to get a clear sense of the impact that I'm able to make and the ways that I've been able to, in some way, uh, make a positive difference in other people's lives. This is particularly important for the people who are stuck in the story of, I don't know how I could possibly help. I don't know what I'm here to do. Start to think about what are the things people are really impressed with by you. Maybe you're great at making healthy meals. Maybe nutrition is a lane for you. Maybe you get compliments on your artwork or your creative pursuits, and you're being called to explore that more wholly and fully. One of the compliments I always used to get in my life was about my empathy and being a good friend to other people. You know, I've always just had this innate gift of making people feel heard and being able to connect to people and be a good listener and to give some good advice. So I always joke I was the Dr. Phil of my friends growing up with way better hair, though. Let's be honest. Uh, And that's part of what led me into this life of service. Now, the things that people thank you for you know, might not be a direct, you know, point A to point B connection in fueling your purpose. But even when you start to acknowledge all the places uh, that people have thanked you and been grateful for you, that does also strengthen our relationships, which, uh, and the relationships are often a source of purpose in our lives. So try that on without deflecting and denigrating the compliment, please. Just listen to what other people appreciate about you. Two more tips to help you expand your purpose through creating community in your life. Sharing your story. We talked about how reading can be a catalyst to find what lights you up, but so can writing. Each and every person has an innate ability to create a meaningful narrative of your own life. At the beginning of my coaching practice, I was writing articles for the Huff Post back when they had the blog, and, and, they, and that was a significant platform. They've gotten rid of it since then. But I was doing a lot of these sort of generic, prescriptive articles on you know how to overcome certain things in your life, and I would talk about gratitude, or I would talk about forgiveness. And it wasn't until I wrote this really personal piece, and it was about the five things that I had learned leaving corporate America. I was about six months into my coaching practice, and I would not say I was thriving in my business at all. I had some clients who were getting great results. I wasn't making a lot of money, but I was figuring it out. And I was very honest about that in the piece, by the way. It wasn't like I was, you know, one of those Instagram influencers. It's like, I gave up my dream and I'm making a billion dollars, and it's all just sort of BS. I was just honest. I was like, here's what I experienced every day. This is the misery that I felt and the heaviness I felt waking up in a soul-sucking job that wasn't aligned with who I was. And I quit and I gave it all up. And here's some things I've learned about myself along the way. And that was the article that I put out online that started to get hits from all over the world. I started to get Clients hitting me up from places I didn't even know existed. I didn't know Malta was actually a place 
until I wrote that Huffington Post article. But there was something in that that just served as uh, people could read that article and see their reflection in the mirror. And I would say for a good two years after writing that article, people were still finding it on a Google search. Like when people looked up, you know, how do I quit the job I hate <laughs> because of the SEO optimization at the Huff Post, that article was coming up and people were still reaching out to me. But it was really interesting for me in sharing that part of my story that I realized career and life reinvention was a lane in which I could help people. You know, before that, I was just sort of like this generic life coach trying to solve everybody's problems, but I didn't really know how to market the transformation that I could help deliver people. And once I saw that piece, it was really powerful for me to help me find the niche. And even to this day, like when when many of you reach out to me through the podcast about coaching, what are the things that usually show up in the application? It's all the phrases we talk about here. Soul-sucking job, unfulfilled, I feel stuck, I want to have more meaning in my life. So the more that you share your story, A, you're going to inspire other people, but you're also going to open that door for ways in which you can help others. And finally, I want to give you one last tool here as we talk about expanding your purpose It really is through just committing to finding and building community. You know, back in January, I sat down with a post-it note. I do this every January 1st where I pick one word that I want to focus on as an intention word for the year. 2018 uh, for me was abundance. That was the year that I 6X my business and took huge leaps forward. 2019 was about acceptance. I did some deep, deep personal work and dealt with a lot of trauma that I had tried to out-success so I could suppress the trauma, but I really just went deep and dealt with it. 2020's word for me was community. And at the time, you know, I was still relatively new here to San Diego. And and my thought about that word is that I would build community for myself. I'd build more friendships. I'd get involved in some community groups and, you know, find all these different ways to connect. And then, well, a pandemic blows through town. And that became very difficult. But this word community has still shown up in my business. You know, this year, I I still work with one-on-one clients, but I've really pivoted more into building communities for other people. You've heard me talk about the eight-week accelerator group coaching program, and you've even met some uh, of the graduates of that program who've transformed their lives. Some of those uh, podcasts that we put out through September and October. But we can expand our purpose in connection to a supportive community. And when you have that mentor who can help you see your blind spots and accelerate your results to get you to a breakthrough, but you've got people who are truly cheering you on instead of telling you that your dream is stupid, that it's not achievable, that you need to be realistic, it becomes turbo fuel for your healing. And one of the other things that I love about you know these online communities that I built this year is having people speak up vulnerably about their pain, their insecurities, but also realizing they're not alone. Because a lot of times when you're in the right community and you share these parts of yourself, other people will reflect back to you and tell you about how it resonates for them as well. You know, even when you're watching someone else get coached, your subconscious is learning because you're like, oh, my God, this totally applies to me. It's one of the most powerful things that I did. And I guess it was 2017. Yeah, it was 2017 when I had joined a group coaching program with a pretty high profile mentor. And obviously the mentorship was really big for me, but having the people behind me who cheer me on, 
and people who believed in me, even in the days when I didn't, was so transformative. And that was a new experience for me. Most of us grew up in an environment where we were taught to conform (laughs) rather than to co-regulate together. I think it's one of the places we've struggled this year is that so many of those outlets for safe connection with others have been taken away in the age of social distancing. Uh, You know, some of you are listening today are lucky to live with your family, to live with a partner. That is, if you actually like your partner and you're still getting along. But other people are just, you know, trying to fight it out in isolation and, and having Zoom cocktail hours. You know, that lost its novelty. We're looking for deeper connection. We're looking for uh, somebody who can hold space for our pain and people who can connect with what we're feeling. So it's really about building community, not with people who want you to be more like them, but the people who see you for who you are and they love it because they're on the same journey heading to the same destination that you are. I'll share one last quote here from this article from UC Berkeley that just really stood out for me. They say, often the nobility of our purpose reflects the company we keep. If you're having trouble remembering your purpose, take a look at the people around you. What do you have in common with them? What are they trying to be? What impact do you see them having on the world? Is that impact a positive one? Can you join with them in making that impact? What do they need? Can you give it to them? And here's the powerful part. If the answers to those questions don't inspire you, then you might need to find a new community. And with that, a new purpose may come. As Jim Rohn once said, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Look, I hope that this really resonates for you. I think community is one of the fastest ways that we can create healing this year. And it's one of the reasons I'm so excited about this three-day event, Life Amplified Live, is to give you the expert mentorship, the deep dive cutting-edge training, but to also give you a safe community of other people to come together. And what I've realized over the course of my eight-week accelerator program is there are people from all parts of the country, all parts of the world, who have come together and they've made lifelong friendships with people that they've never met in person, but they're so bonded by the common mission or the common purpose and and by that unconditional love. So if it's something that you would like to create, if you would like to come join and be part of my community for three inspiring, transformative days, Life Amplified Live is happening November 20th through 22nd. We have two pricing levels. Uh, If you want to get in at that platinum level, there's going to be all sorts of extra bonus training in December for follow-up and to keep you consistently aligned with your new goals that we're going to set together. Uh, Or if you just want to come hang out for the three days, I promise you, you're not going to leave the same person that you walked in. You're going to be reignited, you're going to be re-energized, and you're going to be reinvigorated to not just talk about your purpose, but to live it. So go there to the link in the show notes or go to my website, creativesoulcoaching.net. We've got a link for you to reserve your tickets. And if the podcast this week is lighting you up, if you're having some breakthroughs and ahas, would you please share this with a friend? You know, I'm on a mission here to reach 100 million people, and I can only do that with your help. So the more that you spread this message, the more people that we can reach and the more that we can serve. So you can screenshot this, upload it to Instagram and Twitter, and you can tag me at CSC Dan Mason. In the meantime, turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can live life amplified. I'll talk to you next week.